What's up, everybody, and welcome to the NFL Draft Edition of the Swolecast here on Rotogrinders.com. David Kitchen, and listen, I'm I have the the honor of introducing Davis Maddock, Le- League of Legends <laughs> legend, LOL legend, GPP winner Davis Maddock. Davis, welcome to the show. You know, I just, I really, I just got to thank Peter. You know, I just, I don't think any of this would have ever happened without him, you know, carefully helping me study the League of Legends. It just, I really, you know, and also, you know, the poker tournament, right? Like I thought, I, you know, my study time with Peter did really pay off in the poker tournament yep. as well. Uh, it did good. Uh, Peter, how many $5,000 uh, GPP wins do you have for esports? Well, first of all, I'd like to say I did win that $33 tournament that Davis won back when it was merely a speck in his eye. Um, Also, (laughs) I should just let it be known how much I'm tilting. Tuttle has become a League of Legends thought leader, writing up the the write-ups on Roto-Grinders. We got Davis taking down $5,000. I'm slipping down the rankings, now the 59th. Who knows after today's update to the rankings? And everything I thought I had in this life is now crumbling between my hands, but that's because uh, it's not an issue because I'm now an NFL draft thought leader, Dave, and I'm excited to talk prospects today. Uh, the the uh, NFL draft thought leader space is wide open. No one's doing it, so <laughs> it, it's it's really we it's, are it's, the it's, only it's a people breaking down the draft. <laughs> We're the only site where you can get ownership projections for the NFL draft. You guys want prospects on? <laughs> seventh round offensive tackles only here are we doing that for you guys breaking it down also bill o'brien's an idiot (laughs) uh davis i will say something's different about you you are turning your shirt into a v-neck with like you what are you doing man why are you doing this to me dude i told you i was I, I, I had know, this but new like mic. we had like a professional podcast kind of theme going, and now you're like you've got this broke. I, does that like connect to your iPhone? Like what? Like what's happening here? This is more expensive than the mic that I used to use. Oh, that um, looks great. It looks great. I don't. I don't prefer it. I prefer my podcasting mic, but I've been doing TV these days, and it just doesn't look great <laughs> to have that that giant arm coming down. Do you wear Sick. your champion long sleeve from 1995 on the TV bits too? Every day, literally every day. I wear, I wear my, my quarantine outfit is I alternate between this t-shirt and a black Nike hoodie. And then whichever one is clean is the one that I wear that day. I actually can't believe champ, like champions back champions yeah. in style. Big time. I'm so <laughs> out of style right now, but I do want to say that I. The goatee perceive- looks great though. It's not a goatee. It is. It is a beard. <laughs> it's a beard. It's just very in the early stages, and I grow this. I'm like, you know, Tuttle can relate. Tuttle, this part grows more heavily on you. Oh, right? I, got, I grow nothing on the sides. This is my. I'm trying to grow a uh, quarantine beard, and I just don't get anything. On the you, side. Do you not get any you on that? your neck either? Look at that. I shaved the neck because the neck beats. See, I think that's. I think that's a big. I think if I could grow facial hair thick like that um, oh no davis your facial hair is very thick is that is that a chin strap you got going on well what happens with mine 
is it doesn't it actually a lot like yours, Dave. It just doesn't come in right there. <laughs> oh, we've seen whenever you grew your mustache out for your fantasy insiders picture. That was awesome. You couldn't even see it uh, once the pictures. Do you remember when uh, I dyed my mustache? Yes, I do. That was actually the one time it looked good. All right. Uh, so good start already to the NFL draft swellcast. <laughs> I've got the uh, Swolecast account going. The oh wait, yeah, I just, I just busted open the notifications. What? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it got unsuspended yesterday after uh, after two weeks. So we already have two followers: myself and and Peter Overzet. I just gave um, a follow and a retweet. Get in on the ground floor. So yeah, you want to get in on the ground floor Swolecast account? But we're gonna do our first ever live poll right now, and I think the poll is going to be uh, Peter. Go ahead and announce what the poll is going to be, and then we can decide on like what the options will, will be. Okay, so uh, today, industry thought leader Davis Maddock revealed his first-round mock draft. Um, other industry thought leaders by the name of Siege have called it the worst <laughs> mock draft he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> and your challenge, should you choose to accept it, is to guess how many landing spots Davis gets correct in his mock draft closest to the pin will win what dave uh no we're just it's just a poll just a poll sorry yeah just this a poll. is a, we're no, just no, updating no, no it t-shirts the show. no t-shirts right now i have a uh, i have i have i don't know what the options should be on here on this i think poll. the right if i was gonna set the line i would set the right line at like eight <laughs> davis set the line i i have a bone to pick with the editor here of, of sports grid it's very hard to read who's actually what what the selection is. You need to have the team bolded along or the the player bolded alongside the team. My my favorite part about it is after the Broncos pick, I like taking an hour and 15 minute break to listen to Sammy and Davis talk about <laughs> poker. <laughs> it's just good for SEO to have the podcast embedded, dude. It's just a good Maybe learn, really. maybe read a book. <laughs> maybe read a book. Read a book. <laughs> Oh, this is uh, a good qualification in the chat. They're wondering if it's based on team selection or slot selection. I think we should go with team selection. And, I mean, really, oh. we could give Davis the benefit of both, really, right? Okay, Jordan Love at number 23, eh? Yeah. It's like a live reveal of Davis. Well, I, I really – I feel like the Patriots are going to take a quarterback. I don't know. I just – I feel like pretty – I feel decent about that. I think I bet Jordan Love – to the Patriots at like eight to one. Um, that number is probably still out there. I, I like that. A good Can't bit. they just trade that down? Aren't they like infamous for trading down and then just getting him in the later round? He's not. It's very hard with mock drafts to be like, oh, this exact yeah, trade fair. down is going to happen. I did do one in this draft because I, I think it makes sense for both teams. All right. So, so. I'm going to put the option zero to two. Three or to five it shouldn't zero to two really shouldn't be an option because the first two are all right. Like yeah. literally, you just have to breathe to get them right. Okay, all right, fair enough. So we'll put um, well, two should be still an answer because you it's possible <laughs> you not get anything else right. <laughs> so two to four, um, five to seven, and then eight to ten. And then you know, let's shoot. Let's shoot. You think you're going getting ten, Davis? Ten Maybe. is a lot. Ten would I'll be. Just say, I'll just say I don't ten think plus. I've ever. Ten plus is like 
that you would probably be winning like mock draft contests if you got 10 landing spot plus correct slot. Are you in those? You say the over under is eight. (laughs) Well, I think the first three picks are basically at this point unalterable. I just think they're so, I think those are so clear that you're, you're saying that you get another five correct, which I, I think is in like a very possible range of outcomes. Davis, are you, how do you get in one of the mock draft competitions? Like, how do you get eligible for it? I think you just do it. Like fantasy pros has one and um, the huddle has one. I need to get in uh, the mix. Fun, fun fact. We actually had someone on this uh, swole cast Evan Silva that's won won it like yeah he won it and then we replaced him with um Peter yeah I mean so I, you the, you can understand how the quality of this show uh for draft prospects got better well Silva I mean basically Silva was reaching levels of being um too competent and it was just kind of scaring all of us so we had to yeah. you know we had to refresh the show Silva went from like uh you know a basic model for you know picks to now puts himself in the shoe of every gym this is what if the dolphins don't do this this is what they should do like you know silva as a gm is uh is like the his latest thing silva i mean but when you have been considered for the browns front office job along with Condoleezza Rice and who was the who was the other draft sheet of fake Oh that was such a good tweet. <laughs> it was like it was won- J- our my our boy our boy JKS <laughs> at rip JKS. If you guys want to follow him on uh, on Twitter, he's got a terrible account. Just un- unbearable, but he did have a really, really good one. Uh, and he got he retweeted fake. by like Mina Kimes and everybody else as far as uh, the Browns are considering <laughs> Evan Silva, Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, Mina was the one who retweeted it. And someone <laughs> thinking outside the box is I think what they said. So I'm doing oh. this uh, startup dynasty draft and, uh, you know, with some industry thought leaders and we've had one yeah. time out uh, with no pick over the course of the draft. Can anyone guess maybe? I, I know it was, it was Silva. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, apparently he talked to the commissioner and they let him backfill the pick. I guess it's good to be King. Oh, um, I mean, do you want to talk about how the other startup that you did with industry thought leaders, how you didn't get Patrick Laird in uh, in that draft? Do you, do you want to cover that? Davis took Patrick Laird like four rounds ahead of his ADP just to spike <laughs> Can we start? Can we talk about how um, I started the whole industry Superflex Dino League, and then now Davis is trying to copy it for content? Wait, like you, you started the idea of Superflex Dino Kitchen Kitchen was the yeah. first one. Well, here's Super the Flex thing. Dino best ball two tight end. That's what Kitchen. I I don't I don't actually want to give you credit, and I'm sure someone else had done it before. But your league, the Insiders Dynasty League that we do, mm-hmm. it was actually the first one of that format that I had played in, and um, so I, I gotta give you I gotta give you credit. Nice. It's a it's a well, great form, it's the best format. It's the one Insiders thing still around. Um, I will we say printing currency for uh, super flex inventions. <laughs> I say we put Dave on the one dollar bill. <laughs> put me on the fifty. Uh, I will also say lots of people asking about this T-shirt. 
this is the uh this is the t-shirt you get if you are uh an esports stop <laughs> if you're an esports uh subscriber or if you've unpaused your sub on rotor grinders that's that's the t-shirt that you uh that you get with that so all right so let's let's just go through starting with the quarterback position we know joe burrow is going number one joe burrow content way overplayed you can find that literally everywhere else no dude the the guys from nfl.com are are routinely like mocking justin herbert at one to the Bengals. it's like it's yeah. some of the worst content i've ever seen so good though see... hate clicks off the charts I, I did see a Mrs. 94% DFS model with uh, with Burrow at number five. Her model put Burrow at number five. <laughs> Probably some good inputs on that model. Who is this? Cynthia. Oh, really? Cynthia uh, the goat. She has, she, has, uh, she has a model out there. Delino DeShields, dong of the day. Dong right. of the day, baby. No, noted noted uh, noted noted power noted hitter, power hitter. <laughs> i would say we like no one should be able to hate only one person has ever had on espn the byline 94 percent oh, success rate uh so let's talk about the quarterback position though after joe burrow uh davis i want to get your hot take on on tua you think he's oh. going to be okay yeah, I mean, I think two is great. And I think that if there were no health concerns for him, it would be reasonable for Bengals fans, Bengals front office, whatever, to debate if they wanted Burrow or Tua because we know how advantageous having a mobile quarterback is. It seems, though, that some segments of the market are starting to have concerns over Tua's medical. There was a report last week that two teams failed him, just outright failed him on a physical then we saw the pro day workout where a guy looks like, you know, Steve Young. He's flying around like guy looks crazy. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think two is great. I think you clearly take Burrow one. I pretty much hate all the other quarterbacks um, other than those two, though. It's like it's for me, it's those two pretty big gap hurts. And then like I think Herbert and Love are just total like i just think they say right. i don't know Hold i don't on. get well, it let's let's pause on that we'll pick back up at that i do want to say i've got a boots on the ground report whoa yeah. I, this is what the off season has been needing <clears throat> all right so here so here's the thing tua has actually been in nashville for a while now he's training at a local high school the high school's coach trent dilfer they have a very nice facility Trent Dilfer's calling him the next Hall of Famer. This is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing his medicals are fine. He's the next Hall of Famer. I don't. I don't know how you compete with that, Davis. I don't, I don't doubt Tua skills wise in any way. I mean, he just crushed it every game he played. He's young. I don't know. It's just that <clears throat> we have seen good young quarterbacks fall a ton because of medical concerns before. Like who? Kitchen, if you don't mind me asking, would you just tell us your source on this? what's the nashville newspaper called or are you outside the school with your binoculars yeah. <laughs> no, noted talent evaluator trent david dilfer. kitchen oh trent dilfer that's an even better one i think trent dilfer is actually training him as well maybe yeah. that's what that goatee is is dave's been going undercover to school <laughs> In, like you know you know what his goatee looks like it looks like gettleman's facial hair yeah. uh yeah here's my press pass uh david thickened uh pay no attention to the uh, goatee 
All right. Uh, Peter, what are you hearing as far as uh, medical opinions on Tua? Yeah, so I've talked to a handful of doctors in my network, and yeah. a couple of what's, them what's, have what's seen What's Chow say in Discord? <laughs> hey, Chow. Chow is incredibly concerned with what he's seeing on the medicals. You got to download the app to get that, though. Doesn't it feel like everyone knows Tua medical stuff aside is great? Don't you think everyone's just using this There's as a no subterfuge debate. that they just oh, yeah. want to get him for cheaper? I mean, it's all probably bullshit, right? He's fine. The whole Herbert thing, like when uh, Tuttle, I was going to mention this uh, for you as far as whenever the markets move as far as betting sites on this stuff, what are, what's your take? You think it's you think it's because of the public money, but like whenever Herbert's starting to get a little more juice over Tua, what's your take on it? Well, you got to realize the market is not very big for i mean even though this is the only thing that's probably going to be the most bets but they're, taken on the like, NFL they're like max bets of like 1k right i mean we, we're not having you know what's typical for an nfl sunday we're not having a couple two hundred thousand dollar picks come in and move the market we're getting limited money coming in on these guys that are that's moving the lines I mean, these are, uh, we're talking about guys, legal legends, pocket change. I mean, that's what we're talking about <laughs> as far as the handle on these bets. There's going to be more, yeah. Uh, what's what's his name through the contest for more money than that? We Yan. <laughs> yeah, we Yan pocketed more money throwing contests than that. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us. Yeah. I, I mean, we... Uh-oh, Kitchen's internet going out right when we know. Oh, you first. love it. You love it? You love to see it? <laughs> I thought I, I thought he was going to talk about Justin Herbert running for two touchdowns against my Wisconsin Badgers, and that was the most tilting thing ever in the entirety of the world. Very uh, tough Is scenes. it because you're a Badgers fan or because you were playing DFS that day? Both. <laughs> Both. Because Herbert was really cheap that day, if I, if I recall. Rightfully so, because he's he's not very good. Uh, I mean, his stock has has come down a lot since he was going. As if to though ret- he probably barely cost himself any money. He was going to be the first overall pick. Now he's probably going to be the fifth or sixth overall pick. Is he's that where probably, is um, that where you have him? Um. So in this most recent one, I have to uh, sliding because of the medical stuff. I'm going to do. One more, um, you know, obviously before the draft goes off. And I, I don't know, like, yeah, maybe this to a medical stuff is a smokescreen. Um, but I don't know. It's it's like the, the drum beat, Peter, the the drum beat is definitely, um, out there. You can't ironically say drum beat on this show when you unironically said drum beat in your mock draft article. I unironically, I unironically am hearing the drum beats. Did Dave just That's go true? control fine? <laughs> there, Jordan Love, Jordan Love to the New England Patriots, Peter, great fit. Uh, there is starting to be a quiet drum beat that the Patriots are not signing any veteran quarterback and will instead look towards the draft. Little D stands for little drummer boy. David. <laughs> <laughs> this, this. Wow, some habits really die hard. This is like when Davis uh, plagiarized Matthew Barry for a Fantasy Insiders article back in 2013. Maybe what maybe Davis is trolling us all, and this is actually like a mock draft Mad Lib where he just pulled in various cliches from throughout the industry for his. 
I mean, that's kind of how that's kind of how mock drafts work, by the way. I don't know if you've ever I don't know if that's how you've ever done one, but that's kind of how it works. I published right, mine let's... on my Patreon, so if you got to pay to see the goods. <laughs> it's been rough in the LOL streets the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> trying to filter some action to the Patreon. Yeah. Can we talk about Davis banking this morning, being in the world's best mood, and then literally like Patreon only pop post about his League of Legends thoughts, just trying to ride that steam. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even catch that. I didn't oh, catch yeah. that joke. Oh, he's got the Patreon. All right, I dig it. This kid's awesome. There's nothing so, wrong with that, man. Let's let's talk about Jalen Hurts now, Davis. I'm going to give you the floor. As you tell us why he is the number three quarterback for you, I mean, I think it's I think it's pretty simple. Uh, running is like a, a a very viable thing for quarterbacks to do in the NFL now. Like the more mobile you are, the more that you can do with your playbook. We've seen, um, you know, with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, you know, building your offense around the mobile quarterback just it, it makes more sense than it ever has, and it allows you to run a more efficient offense and allocate more resources on your defense. Because if you're running your quarterback all the time, you don't have to pay a ton to your wide receivers. You don't have to spend a ton of picks on wide receivers. Um, And I I think there's like this narrative that because Tua got, or because Hertz got benched for Tua, like he's dusty, um, like 12 quarterbacks in the NFL last year were caught who started games were transfer quarterbacks in college obviously including Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield who were Oklahoma quarterbacks before Jalen Hurts and I don't know I mean he just seems like really good to me like all of the available data points that we have on him are like this guy's really good so it seems weird to me that people think he's not good all right here's a data point for you the player profiler comp of Robert Griffin the third would you do you think Robert Griffin the third should be a starting quarterback in the NFL? Probably if he never would have torn his ACL like 16 times, he probably would have been pretty good. I feel like that's not that controversial to say. All right. Fair so enough. isn't the isn't the problem though with these mobile quarterbacks is they have to land in the ideal situation to really Yeah. I, if he goes to um I don't know like what's a bad team? Would you, like if he goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah, he's going to suck cuz they're just going to have him try and play like Nick Foles, and he's not going to be able to. He's not going to be very good at that. Oh, every day is an adventure for Peter. Oh wow! <laughs> it's probably because he's on the. If you hover over his box, it uh, says Lauren Overzet. So um, she's probably like, uh, Peter, can you get off my account, please? Yeah, baby, All right, I'm, Peter, I'm your thoughts on that? Person. Sorry, guys. Your thoughts on that, paradise. Peter? Um, my thoughts on Jalen Hurts. It'd be nice if Davis was wearing his Oklahoma Sooner hat while he discussed. This <laughs> oh, take. should I go? Should I go? Should I go get it? Should I go get it and a jersey too? For all the grief that he has given me over the Titans picks, or for liking Vanderbilt players, he sure has been high on Jalen Hurts as well. I'm a very um, low key homer, though. People don't realize when I do it. I'm a little bit. I'm just a little bit more conspicuous about it. I actually am surprised. Davis comes across as a guy that wouldn't be like uh, a homer. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not like. It's really surprising that you have an allegiance to these a college, a college football team, right? Yeah. It's just because. I mean, I like watching football. Is watching Oklahoma football to me. Like that's how I learned to like like football. So I can't even. Even if I like tried to. Like, I don't want to like the Cowboys. I really wish I didn't like them, but, like, I can't shake it. It's like a mental illness, you know? What would the Chargers do at quarterback, Davis? 
seems like they're going to take Herbert, which um, I don't know. I don't think Chargers fans are too, super happy about it, but it, it's the drumbeat. The drumbeat seems like um, <laughs> the Chargers are going to take him. Well, what was weird, though, the reason why I – the reason why I chose in this mock draft to take the Tua medical stuff into, you know, like pretty heavy consideration is that on the DraftKings Sportsbook, um, and we, you know, we talked about that stuff mattering or not mattering, but the signal that I was taking was that Herbert's odds on DraftKings switched from the Chargers being the favorite team to take him to the Dolphins being the favorite team to take him on Wednesday morning, which I just thought was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that they said that none of the reporters are going to like tip the picks. Um, it would make for a very fun game. Like there is, there's some games out there that you like. The closer you get, um, or the higher you get your your player that you bet is the points bet model. Like you get points for it. I absolutely love that model. Like I think like that's just like gambler's paradise, dude. Like the more right you are, the more you get paid. Yeah. It's a pretty <clears throat> innovative way to to be able to place bets on the draft. Uh, we are going to hear a lot of stuff about bridge quarterbacks. Peter, what's a bridge quarterback? Bridge to nowhere, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so if I said to you, Cam Newton is a bridge quarterback, what would you say? I'd say that's a bridge to nowhere, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> If I said that Jameis Winston and his yards per attempt is a bridge quarterback, what would you say, Peter? I'd say you sound like a troll hiding underneath that bridge, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Davis, uh, thoughts on Tyrod Taylor? You have to pick between three bridge quarterbacks. Tyrod Taylor, Cam Newton, or Jameis Winston? Oh, I wonder who he's going to pick here. Yeah, it's Cam. I mean, Cam is the only one. Cam is the only one you sign. He's healthy, and you're like, okay, winning the Super Bowl is in my range of outcomes, right? Probably not happening with Jameis. Almost, like I would say, like sub three percent with Jameis and Tyrod. But like, if you get healthy Cam Newton, sure. Why? I mean, why? Why would that not be something that could happen? Especially like, I mean, the Chargers to me, it seems like they should just sign him because their team is so good. Right, they they just have so many good players. I feel like that's something they should want to do. Uh, <clears throat> you lost because you basically admitted that Cam is a bridge quarterback. So. I think I, how could you say he's not at this point in his career? It seems like it seems like he just his health is not good enough. Like if he was if he was healthy, he would be signed. Breaking news, Davis. Don't Maddox. you guys don't you guys think it's kind of fishy some of these quarterbacks like Cam? Jameis aren't signed don't you think it's like a little fishy you know it it feels weird it feels like I don't want to go down this road but don't (laughs) (laughs) no I'm not I'm just sitting here like (laughs) is this going where I think it's no because buddy Andy Dalton's not signed either no I mean (laughs) I just I'm getting a strong Tom Hanks on SNL vibe from these guys. Dude, it's a it's a false flag. It's a false. We need we need we need a Tommy G thirty uh thirty page thread on this one. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying it smells fishy, guys. Yeah, we need to break down Jameis's latest appearance on Fox News. (laughs) A lot of like his neck skin, not up to snuff. (laughs) The hands too. Uh, 
The, why, did he have, why did he have little baby no, hands stop. on the show? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and your prediction for Jameis landing spot, Davis. Jacksonville. I think they're the Jack- betting favorite right now. Jacksonville and Pittsburgh seem to me like the two most likely spots. Tuttle? <laughs> Hell if I know. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend to know that one. Peter. Everything we do is pretend. He's going to be a New England Patriot, Dave. Book you it. Think? Great fit. You think? Great fit. Jameis, Jameis and Bill Belichick, I've always said, I've often said that the two seem like uh, yin and yang. I realize <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound a little cuckoo tinfoil hat here, but I think yeah. the Brady-Winston swap has been the master plan all along. The whole time. Have we, uh, have we entered? No one's talked about that. <laughs> Have we entered Jameis into the Great, great Fit Patriots website? Uh, uh, that Great Fit Patriots website. Is it no more? It, it is. The, it has it, the, the code hasn't broken. been updated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's got to be recalibrated. <laughs> he's got it. He's got it. He's just he's working through NFL Scrape R right now. It'll take a couple of days, but he's getting it back up. So can, can I put Jameis Winston in or no? Yeah, let's see how the models work in Tuttle. <laughs> Um, this guy might as well be a show dog because he's about to get groomed by Bill Belichick. <laughs> the model works, baby. The model's up and running. He's about. It's oh, <laughs> such a good line. Yeah. I was gonna make like a. Anyways, yeah, he's liable to be killed by Bill Belichick. Wow. That'd be entertaining. Easy, the- Tommy G. <laughs> I will go with the with the Steelers route too. I think that uh, I think they they groom him to be Big Ben's backup. I mean, Big Ben's uh, right arm is like hanging on by like one singular tendon at this point. So Jameis could be pressed into action for sure. I still place one rapey quarterback with another one, and there you go. All right. Wow. In this wow, kitchen, <laughs> kitchen went there. He, he went there. <laughs> I was just going to say, I remember when Big Ben got hurt in that game and we all stacked. That was the Vance McDonald week. Oh, Tuttle. Oh, yeah. every, Tuttle. Davis victory lapping is League of Legends. Tuttle victory no, lapping. No, I lost McDonald's money. That, I lost that money week, <laughs> money that week because I, I stacked Vance with, uh, with Big Ben. But you got cloud equity and that's all that matters. Hey, I will say you're, you're <laughs> looking for some of my draft, my draft takes here, Dave. I will say I've seen some, uh, some tape on Jake Fromm. Yeah, I watched uh, QB one on Netflix. QB uh, QB coaches love Jake Fromm. Yeah, he's a he's a likable guy. I can see why. He's a uh, he's somebody that Davis would find cringeworthy. Yeah, but, he's uh, big time. He's like he's like big teacher's pet energy. Yeah. I have I have no big interest in Jake Fromm at all. <laughs> Jake Fromm or Jacob Eason Davis? I I actually think. I, I neither uh anthony gordon anthony gordon is my answer to that question the perfect pass the perfect pass peter it all circles back how old's gordon oh he's probably like 30 no, he isn't <laughs> I, I actually think didn't he only play start a year or two uh anthony gordon he is, is uh 22 and a half 30. yeah so so uh, he's he's young he's you're young gonna, enough to be he's young like enough this. to be he's young enough to be Joe Burrow's uh, grandson. Guess who his best comparable is on player profiler? Oh gosh, Gardner. Hey, do you have your uh, you have your prop box, uh, Peter? I always at all times. What <laughs> can I do for you? We need a duck call. Oh oh <laughs> oh gosh. 
<laughs> Devlin Hodges goes 4X or he deletes the, the Hook account. Hodges. <laughs> oh, Bucky Hodges would be uh, the guy that Davis is touting. All right. Guys, um, hang on real quick. You guys just um, inspired a real-time tweet uh, from this conversation, but I'm worried it's going to bomb. So I might just need to um, workshop it a little on the, on the stream. Okay. I call him Jake from yeah, Warner Robins, good. Georgia. That's, yeah, that's his hometown. Gonna, Jake, Jake from. Where's Jake oh, from? From yes, yeah. Too many levels. Too yeah. many levels. Uh, let's see. Zero retweets. Six likes. You might want to delete it. That would yeah, be a delete. Would that would be a delete if it was on my timeline. No, because I'm going to get morbid <laughs> curiosity faves from people going back and looking for it. So I, I think my zero retweets, six likes is uh, about spot on. What would be your Jacob Eason one? You know, Eason started out at Georgia. It's got to be something with an easel. Yeah, I was just going to say, I call uh, him picture perfect when I draw yeah. my Jacob Eason. I don't know. I thought oh, it was going to be like really Eason, good, Eason them into the... <laughs> there we go. Yeah, all right. Please, 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 famous tweet. I need it. I need it so bad. <laughs> All right. Speaking of our, our Twitter account, the Swolecast, we're kind of out Swolecast, currently not suspended, has 15 followers right now. Whoa. That's like a, that's like a 8,000 X as far as when we started this show. Here, I'm going right to, dude, do we really need more talk about exponential growth? I just, oh, I'm absolutely geez. sick of talking about exponential My growth. Model, my model saying this account is going to grow to 1,000 followers. Wow, I, I think the draft starts. I think more interesting is that this account is following Sports Handle, Overzet, Matic, RG, and Soccer Dave. Oh, the shade. Oh, oh, do we oh. are we like on the outs here, or do you okay, guys have something to tell me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's following Sports Handle <laughs> and, and not you. The, the thing is, like, it was suspended. So, um, mm-hmm. like, it was mm-hmm. – we still have the old logo on there. We haven't done anything with the account. I'm going to blame Charlie. Uh, to, just to update the poll question, though, how many landing spots will Davis Maddox get right in his latest mock draft? He put the over-under at eight. Currently two to four leading the clubhouse with uh, 58%. Five to seven picks, 27%. 8 to 10 at only 4%, but 10 plus 11.1%. That is, wow. that's very so, hard to do. I don't, do people know to how, the, uh, the how hard fan that club. is to do? <laughs> <laughs> Matic fan club for getting the 10 plus. No, Dave, uh, no, no pressure. I'd like to do a little personal giveaway. Should yep. the Swolecast Twitter account hit 100 follows during the recording of this show, mm-hmm. I will do a personal 30 second cameo for you about your own choosing a topic of your own choosing so the hundredth follower there uh, i'm sure dave will let me know who the hundredth is but uh your mission should you choose to accept it hopefully charlie will let you know um all right let's talk about running backs and Tuttle. this is your this is your spot man there was ever a spot for you it would be talking about a wisconsin running back on an nfl prospect show well so i mean Jonathan Taylor. It should be easy by now, right? Like yeah, we know, what? we know these running backs actually aren't very talented. It's just the offensive line every year that that makes them look good. <laughs> and the offensive, no, I, seriously, like there has not been a Wisconsin running back that is good in the NFL. Name one: James White, Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon, trash. Melvin Gordon is trash. James He's White trash. is good. 
James White is good, but he was never really a pass catcher, obviously, at Wisconsin because they don't have that in his office. So, so this would be oh – this is gosh. my I have a I have a rabbit hole theory for Jonathan Taylor Tuttle, and I'd like you to tell me um, if this is true or false or potentially true or likely false. Okay, so Wisconsin's whole thing is getting five-star recruit running backs, right? Like the whole program revolves around having a white quarterback – that sucks oh, just and trash quarterbacks. just horrible quarterbacks that suck and then really really good oh running backs <laughs> um oh and so it's my true. theory my theory is that the reason that jonathan taylor started catching passes this final season is the wisconsin you know they, they the football program they were like dude if we're gonna keep getting these five-star recruits we gotta <laughs> send them off to be first and second round picks they're not gonna Davis. be first and second round picks if they don't catch passes this so we gotta start Tommy throwing G. jonathan taylor i know this is the nah, rabbit hole this is nah. the rabbit hole theory no nah, they're I mean, not the, talking the, about winning games they're talking about how can we get more five-star running backs they'll, they'll well, keep they, getting the running backs them win the games They'll, they'll keep getting the running backs because crappy running backs can put up massive numbers. The offensive line. Yeah. I wanna, it, it's... I'm going to own Tuttle so hard. I was just doing a little digging on great Wisconsin running backs. You ready for me to drop Corey, Corey Clement. Monty Ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ron uh, Seriously. Ron yeah, Ron Day, yeah, Monty Ball. I mean, these guys were just like the nuts in college. Yeah, yeah but did they, Ron they Dane run a 4-3-9? It doesn't matter. These guys are tra- – it's, it's all the offensive line. I can't believe Tuttle is not coming to Jonathan Taylor's aid right this here. Is, I, as no, some, I'm not I am, kidding I am, for it. I am shook. I am he really went contrarian. Shook. He went contrarian on the – I thought that he could, would be – Could he be more talented than, you know, Monty Ball? Yeah. Or some of these other guys, Melvin Gordon. Is he probably more talented than these guys? Yeah. But even when they threw him the ball more the, his, his senior season, it's not like he excelled in that area. He's he, – I mean, he's replaceable. Do you guys want to hear my take on Jonathan Taylor? That's a unique take, and I haven't stolen it from anyone. Yeah. You think he's the next Zeke Elliott? No, no. I'm starting to think there's a bit of a disconnect between what <laughs> analytics Twitter thinks about Jonathan Taylor and what front offices think about them. You want to you want to drop that take for Tyler Johnson too while we're here? Do you? <laughs> there's a huge disconnect, and my mock draft is forced to reflect that. <laughs> I, I don't guys get the can look at the... I'm not as plugged in as you guys with all these. So like everyone, jokes. everyone in fantasy football Twitter is like Jonathan Taylor is the next Saquon, and and then all the all the mock drafts have him as a, like a late second round pick, and and so everyone's like, well, what's the di-? like like DeAndre Swift is like universally projected to go ahead of him, but no one in fantasy Twitter likes Swift more than Taylor. Yeah, and it's the the opposite way with uh, mention Henry Ruggs. To a uh, fantasy, you want you want you want to join a civil war, Dave? Mention Henry Ruggs, <laughs> <laughs> and you are going to get. I mean, you say that uh, like that he's going to be picked before Jerry Judy, and there is a certain faction of Twitter that will lose their mind. Like he, he, just... he might though. He legit might. Here's, I know. Here's, how you, here's how you do the rug stake. You go. You go. I don't know if it's going to translate directly to fantasy football but he's a guy that's going to help a team win on the field the way he stretches the field. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's the perfect middle because then you can agree with whatever the NFL says, but you completely abdicate yourself from responsibility yeah. of his fantasy results. She's more of a best ball pick. That way you don't have to know when to start him. <laughs> in a GPP. My, my oh, Henry, Henry Ruggs in a GPP my, is going to be a very my, popular take. 
My favorite was um, Henry Ruggs runs a four two seven. I wanted oh, he, listen to the other wide receivers that have run under a four three. Tell me if oh, that was a really good. Trash. That was that was the really good take. So we're like, oh, they're too fast. They're too they're fast. Too fast. Bro. <laughs> they're gonna outrun their quarterback. <laughs> My my, oh. my Henry Ruggs take is he was trash in college football DFS, so he sucks. Tuttle, I'm starting to think you don't like any of these prospects, man. <laughs> who do you like? It is such the Tuttle. Yeah, like let's go to who Tuttle, Tuttle, Tuttle likes. Tuttle likes um Tyler Johnson. Uh, Tuttle likes KJ Hamler. Uh, Tuttle likes uh who's my, the my run, my Chub, running... Chubba, Chubba Hubbard? A good old Chuba. Um, Zach Moss, baby. See, see, Zach Moss is like terrible. He's so egregious. He's the exact same thing as Jonathan Taylor. I don't care. Put, he ran a, oh He literally, God. he literally is like twenty five percent slower. Put, put them ran, in the same <laughs> offense. They'll put, put, they'll put up same numbers. He ran a four six five. At last draft, and, and if you go to player profile draft capital. <laughs> If you go, just go. I'm not even gonna ruin it. Just go to player profiler if you like Zach Moss. <laughs> Well, that clickbait's working on me right now. It's working for me too. You guys, we oh were... no way! That is <laughs> that is perfect. We couldn't have made that up. Let me see this. Best comparable. Could, could not could myself. not have scripted that better. I don't. I don't. I don't share the Zach Moss enthusiasm. The two uh, late round running backs I am enthusiastic about are Darrington Evans and Lynn Bowden Jr. All right, let's talk about Lynn Bowden Jr. That's a good topic because he's, fun. Um, he's a fun player to talk about because he played quarterback at Kentucky, and everyone knew that he wasn't going to be quarterback because he never threw. All he did was run the ball, and they even beat some teams just running the ball with Lynn Bowden Jr. So where do you think he winds up, Davis? Late day two pick. Seems like a Chiefs-Ravens-Saints style selection, you know, just like – good team willing to take a guy in the middle rounds who doesn't have to play on offense their first season. What was the last thing that we've seen uh, as far as a quarterback who comes and plays running back? Tim Tebow? No. Uh, um, Jarek McKinnon? Yeah. McKinnon would be the last one who actually played running back. Thank you guys. That was I can't even one. believe I can't even believe that Peter just like led the way yeah. with a serious football take. I, I pulled that one right out now. of his uh, <laughs> FF Comedy Hour takes after Boom. his Rotoviz days. I'm Peter Overzet, and today we're going to talk about today on Fantasyland how my friend David Maddock won five thousand dollars <laughs> playing League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined like... right now by the man of the hour, David Maddock. Where do you get your ideas from? <laughs> <laughs> the key is to make fun of yourself before everyone else can do it it's it's true you're actually stealing my move in that regard but yeah. whatever i'll let it go <laughs> all right um uh all right you want to move on to run, uh, wide receivers who cares about r- running back we thought that there's gonna be all oh, okay no forget it <laughs> rewind Kishon vaughn let's talk about Kishon vaughn for a second I wa- I saw him. I've, I've watched some tape on him. He's got a little wiggle. Wow. He does. We got, he's got, wait, he, we got, we got wiggle in for the – I was wondering he's if got, we could get he's, there. He's got some wiggle. I'm just giving Dave some props on a Vandy, Vandy guy. 
he he lit it up a couple years ago. It's tough to play at Vanderbilt being a running back. You know, Antonio seen... Gibson is the other guy too, by the way. He, he's Zach Stacy did it. Uh, you remember Zach, Zach Stacy? Is he on yeah. by or <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Webb did it? Ralph Webb on the uh, practice squad for the the Patriots. So Isn't the thing with Antonio it. Gibson is he only ran outside base? Like he literally only well, he, had. He's like a, he's going to be a running back in the NFL. He right. was uh, he. But when they ran him in college, it was like outside. Toss, yeah, it was like, do you remember when LaDainian Tomlinson went to the Jets and they made Sean Green run all the horrible inside stuff and then they gave LaDainian Tomlinson all the, the sweeps? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what Antonio Gibson did, basically. Yeah, Dave, I feel like you should have a good Keyshawn Vaughn boots on the ground take. You've been rooting through his garbage. You got any uh, <laughs> hot tips here? I mean, Vanderbilt, he can't be too far down the street from you. Uh, he's not, and he's a mid-state guy as well. He went to Illinois crushed it his freshman year sophomore year they didn't really use him that well so he transferred went to Vanderbilt and uh he tore it up year before last last year it, I mean they were just teams were just stacking the box because Vanderbilt didn't have a quarterback but he is fast and he can catch passes so um he's just going to be another one of these fill-in guys Tuttle probably compares him to Jonathan Taylor which so by the way we didn't comparable we we didn't out the we didn't even say the uh, the comp to Zach Moss. Yeah, it's Monty Ball for those that my, I don't my, like my Ball. Ball. profile, which is perfect, just poetic. <laughs> it's it's almost like that time where uh, Drew Dinkmeyer was trying to um, trying to papoo my love for Adam Thielen, and I went and pulled him up on Player Profiler at the time, and it was his player comp was Drew's most favorite player in the world. You know who that is, Davis? Marquez Wilson. Marquez Wilson. Oh, yeah. I'm on fire today. <laughs> People All don't right. even know about Marcus Wilson, dude. That guy, big, big, long history. Love that yeah. guy. Marcus, if you're All listening, right. get in touch. Let's do a take cast. Back when we had the Sunday night football Millie sweat, dink no. firing it up. Back when we had the Monday night football oh, sweats, so you, you'd, have to, sit, awesome. you'd have to Those sit awesome, overnight. Dude. Yeah. They uh, they would fly me out to Boston. DraftKings, <laughs> they had money to spend, so they would fly all soccer dad <laughs> oh, out good. every Soccer every name, Monday. DK Pro. DK Pro, DK Pro, DK soccer Pro, soccer <laughs> One of us have been a DK Pro, one of us have not. It's like Dave is telling us that he was a uh, – Davis tells us he was a pro athlete because he was sponsored as a skateboarder. That is literally the definition of being a pro athlete, just per the data. Because <laughs> some skate shop gave him a free shirt. <laughs> per the data, that is correct. Uh, hey, I mean, I call myself a social influencer just because, you know, I got one Samsung phone. I mean, we all got to ride whatever. <laughs> All right, let's talk about wide receivers. I'm going to go out on a limb here. This might be the most talented wide receiver class we've ever had. Can't be better than 2014, I think. No. 2014, just too good. Uh, Davis, 2014, nothing. Pales in comparison to this class. We could have 10 wide receivers drafted in the first round this year. 
I think Peter actually did a great wide receiver ranking earlier. He posted his rankings on Twitter. Um, I think we should have him go through those. Uh, Peter, would you like to go through your rankings? Yeah. Um, number one, uh, Jerry Judy. Number two, CeeDee Lamb. Number three, Deshaun Jackson type. Number four, Hakeem Butler type. Number five, Deshaun Hakeem Jackson Butler type. type. <laughs> number six, Hakeem Butler type. Number seven, Hakeem Butler type. Eight, Deshaun Jackson type. Nine, Deshaun Jackson type. Ten, Deshaun Jackson, Hakeem Butler hybrid type. <laughs> oh, man. Hakeem, where did he go to the Cardinals? He was the Cardinals, right? Like in the yeah. first he was the so everyone spent the the night after the second and third and uh, rounds of the draft arguing about Hakeem Butler and then he went with the first pick of the fourth round. It was good times. Oh. And uh, <laughs> but I actually think some targets are going to open up for him this year with DeAndre Hopkins coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Fitzgerald might finally just retire mid season though. <laughs> Isabella is going to be uh, on the opposite side of that man. I cannot wait to see this Cardinals offense and the first time that Peter fades them week two. No, he would never. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do this off season. I'm going to reread perfect pass. (laughs) I'm going to get reinvigorated (laughs) about the air raid. You you need to, you need to read like Gettleman's like organizational philosophy book. And, you know, I think that'd be really good for your drafts. With all these running backs I'm taking in the first round of dynasty drafts. You would think I'd reading the, uh, the Gettleman Bible. Just got to You got to get Dalvin Cook at the 107 whenever you can. Imagine not being able to make the uh, air raid work in the XFL. God, that honestly Im- was. Imagine that was more tilting to me watching the Dallas Renegades than ever watching the Cardinals this year. <laughs> I would take field goals from Kingsbury over this. No, I can't. Don't over 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 how over um Philip Nelson checking down to Cameron Artis Payne. In this the is same- the week, guys. This is the week. We're stacking the Renegades. Nope. No, I mean, check Cameron, down, Artis, down, Cameron Artis Payne and Lance Dunbar would get like 22 PPR points a week combined yeah. just, just on two-yard catches. It was the best. Yeah. I mean, it's – and to think <laughs> I was this close to spending $600 to get Air Raid certified by Hal Mummy. <laughs> If this I take, close. If I take down a GPP, <laughs> I'll still do it. Hey, do you need me to loan you some money, dude? In the show, Devin. Cut this show. I'm done with this shit. All right, Davis. We need a um, an obscure wide receiver that you can tell. Oh, an obscure wide receiver. I mean, it, it can be obscure um, oh, for like oh, the mainstream well, audience, like yeah, maybe so, like AGG. Yeah. So my guy is Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. He might. Some NFL teams view him as a tight end. Um, I think either like he could play tight end. It just he's gonna play um like the Jimmy Graham position. So like tight end, but he's never asked to block. And I think he's gonna be really good at that. And I think there is an outside chance that Tuttle's Green Bay Packers select him with the 30th overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. Who are we talking about? Chase Claypool. Oh, Claypool, I saw that. I saw I saw your mock draft, yeah. I feel uh, I I feel the Packers have on that to one. the Packers have to choose a wide receiver in the first round. The well, thing they, is, is Mims might be there for them, and they would take him over Claypool for sure. Do you think? They'll, yes. they'll never they'll never admit it because uh, Mims the word. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> that was not great. Um, yeah, I think they. I think if if Mims is Mim if Mims is there at thirty for the Packers, I think 
that is um, a slam dunk for, I think Mims is happy about it. I think the Packers are happy about it for sure. The, the guy we you could don't do a whole want wide receiver show. We could. Ahead, the, the, well, the guy that you don't want the Packers to take if you're a Packers fan is T Higgins, where it's just like, there's so many red flags that, but he looked so good in college that maybe some scouts was, are going to pound the table for him. He looked really good in college. He's worked with some other good wide receivers, had good production. He ran a defensive lineman's 40 time, though. Uh, well, Davis, sometimes people have game speed. That might be him. Maybe. <clears throat> I will I will say the mock drafts, this is why people that the – I'll update the, uh, the poll question as far as how many people Davis, Davis thinks – or think Davis will get – anyways – that was a tough one. Uh, how many draft picks Davis will get in his mock draft? There are so many wide receivers. Just wide receivers alone, it's almost impossible to peg where they're going to go. Yeah, I mean, so even if you were able to correctly identify, like, okay, these are the right receivers in the right order, um, you know, the, the the teams might switch. I think – it's. I, I think there are going to be a couple of trades in the first round. Um, it would not surprise me if the Cowboys traded back and if the Broncos traded up. Also, would not surprise me at all if the Patriots traded back from twenty three. If they if they're like well, so they're again the drum beat. There's a, there's a drum beat that the Patriots <laughs> might want Jalen Hurts, and if they want Jalen Hurts, they don't have to take him at twenty three. What what Why? gives you the idea that the Patriots would ever move back? They got Jarrett Stidham. Stidham on the DraftKings Sportsbook is minus 300 to be their week one starting quarterback. So if you think they sign one of these other guys or they draft a quarterback in this, you know, in the upcoming draft, they're like a bunch of guys at like plus 800 or better. You can just, you can just be printing with that optionality. All right. Uh, 10 plus has 6.9. Oh, just moved to 7.1. Whoa, is that something? How are you reading that line movement, Dave? Uh, live <laughs> live on twitter just there's just like it, me getting 10 would be i would i i would like fully but myself. i guess this was the, the why would you put yourself at eight seven and like a half. if you I, put the if you put the number at eight picks that you're gonna get but 10 is almost impossible because <laughs> like, i think because just... i think so at two or two is a lock right just the two are gonna happen and then i think after like five or six it just gets like exponentially difficult um, for the selections to become correct. Yeah. No one, I mean, no one even has, there is such a, correct me if I'm wrong, Davis, but there is such a wide range between pick like three and nine. Like players could go like anywhere beyond that. It's wide open after the first two picks. Even I think there's I think not first, even a consensus on three, offensive but, tackles. Yeah. So, so actually that is, that is a great point. Like it seems like some people are like, Jedrick Wills is the best and then some people have him as like the sixth best offensive tackle that again another weird thing is that there are tons of talented offensive tackles in this draft which I think I think Peter has rankings for those guys that we were discussing earlier via DM yeah I don't know if we're gonna get to offensive tackle today I would like to check in on uh, tight ends though Dave uh okay I'm gonna let you talk about tight ends because I know that you've got one is it uh Hopkins is that the no I actually did want it before just to kind of lay the groundwork. I wanted to ask Davis who his favorite tight end is out of Missouri. Oh, Albert O touchdown creator. No, sorry. I didn't catch that last part. What's his name? Chances <laughs> of me saying his last name on air are 0%. I will never who, but who I honestly didn't even hear who he is. 
Alberto. Oh. Yeah. Al- Alberto is he Mexican? Alberto. Yeah, that's a, that's what he goes by. <laughs> Kitchen, <laughs> can we get you to say it? You take yourself less seriously than I do. All right. Uh... <laughs> what? You take yourself seriously, Davis? More seriously than you do. Uh, I also Albert, I just noticed for the first time Aquidbanum. Close. Albert Aquidbanum. Albert, I could pronounce it, but I can't. <laughs> I, I just realized that Peter is on our Zoom call on his on his wife's uh happy That's what hour I Zoom account. Already said. <laughs> already said. Lauren I just Overset. noticed it. Every Zoom uh, calls an adventure. Every Zoom calls an adventure. Do you really do you enjoy listening in on your wife's happy hours? The problem is I'm getting sucked into them now. They've now become oh. joint hoppy. I have more of a social life now oh. than I did pre-COVID, and it's. Are they like Peter? Make us dance. Make us dance. Yeah, he's he. Make he us laugh strips. with your dancing. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, like the entertainer boy. I pull out the rubber chicken, and, and yeah, we do all the props. Takes your shirt off and does the quarantines planking. <laughs> gets the yeah, gets the the prop box out there. All right, best uh, best draft bets, boys. We'll, we'll say oh, why. Can, can, can I can I give a real quick take? Yep. To continue on with my Jonathan Taylor deadpan, Quintus Cephas is a has a more meaningful NFL career than Jonathan Taylor. Who? Quintus. This guy. This guy. The, the 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 drum beat for Quintus Cephas is real. There there are some scouts. Is it? Is it? Do you know yeah, what he ran the forty like in? Really I'm slow, assuming right? not good. Four seven three point seven three. Dude's a beast, though. He's a big. He's a big fella. Quintus Cephas. This guy sounds like a character out of the Odyssey or something. More meaningful career than Jonathan. Taylor. What does more meaningful mean, Tuttle? Whatever it is, whatever makes me win the bet is, <laughs> yeah. is what more meaningful means. I was gonna say, how are we defining this? <laughs> Very subjective on purpose. Davis? I uh, don't have a big Quintus Cephas take. Um, oh, wow. I don't, Finally, I mean, I would never. stump Davis. He's not I would never, it. I would never draft a wide receiver that ran slower than a 4-6 to my football teams. What if his hands are big? Does not matter to me. Hmm. I right. my, my best draft bet is Jeffrey Okuda third overall pick plus 145 i don't even know if that's the price now that's the price i bet it at um that it just it feels like they're there's only price like that because of the uncertainty that someone trades up to where the lines are to get Tua or herbert or whatever and i just i view the trade as being less likely as the lions just taking their guy i know it bums you out kitchen um you know that they're replacing your boy uh uh what what's the guy's name the cornerback, Darius Slay, Darius Slay, that you loved, um, that you loved to tout. The uh, Pro Football Focus's 87th best ranked corner from last season, but yeah, they're gonna take Jeffrey Kuda. Just glad you you learned his his name finally, as he's on his way out the door. Um, I'll take a stab at it. What's that? I'm gonna take a stab at Albert's last name. All oh. right. He did. He's been researching the last two minutes. Yeah, he went to pronunciation guide. Um, Dave, can I get the country of origin? <laughs> American Samoa, right? And Dave, could you also use it in a sentence for me? And then I will. <laughs> I know this. I know this. <laughs> Albert 
Aquag Banunum. Pretty good. That was pretty good. Okay. Thank you. We should do a spelling bee, NFL draft spelling bee. Yeah. All right. Any other uh, draft bets out there? Peter, you got one? I mean, I've seen a lot of draft bets out there. There's yeah. a lot you can yeah. bet on. People people are hard up, dude. <laughs> I saw people betting on how many dogs are going to be shown during the NFL draft. How many, what's the most amount of people you're going to see in a room, which will be interesting because then we'll get all the, the COVID shaming for lack of social distancing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. All right. Let me, uh, let me just go ahead and say that there is in the rotor grinders discord chat if you're a premium member there is a nfl draft betting channel and mr db730 Dude, db is all DB's over it. Going ham. he oh. is on the grind <laughs> should i give should i, I give just, to the people okay. his his latest uh, his latest take live on the swole cast let's do it yes behind the paywall he says <clears throat> I'm in the minority on Higgins, but I like him for nearly two to one in this bet versus Mims on drafted first prop. I would bet the Mims side even at. Well, that's negative is minus 235 for Denzel Mims, T Higgins plus 180. So there you go, Davis. I just big, big disconnect, Davis, between what NFL Twitter thinks. And what front offices think about Mims and Higgins. Just think about that before you get your money in bad. <laughs> I love when Peter wears his hat like this when he looks like B-Rabbit from Malibu's Most Wanted. It's really cute. <laughs> this, this is my, the show's winding down rally cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jamie Kennedy. Uh, that that might be your, your DFS prop. Your DFS comp. My DFS comp is Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Do you, do you remember Jamie Kennedy? Of course. He had the like prank show on WB. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> this is uh, going down a rabbit hole. All right. I'm, I'm fake um, young, remember? I remember things like Jamie Kennedy. Do you... Yeah, Peter. Peter's as old as Sammy Reed. He just doesn't want people to know. No. How old is Sammy? <laughs> fake young. I mean, he's like 62. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know how old he is. I just know, like, it's, like, shockingly old. Like, you never would have guessed. <laughs> like, he's older than Kitchen. Um, also, we need to alert to another contest that oh, is yeah, going on right this now. This is actually a good contest. Yeah. So, on the Roto-Grinders Twitter right now, uh, there is a Dave Gettleman photo challenge. Uh, if you guys didn't see, it was Gettleman's home war room draft setup. And uh, I believe what are what's the prize on this one, Dave? There is some free stuff on the line for this it's one. It's like it's like a big ticket to the global poker set. It's like a five eighteen or something. Don't quote me. Why didn't on that. we? Why didn't we do it this? Why was this Thursday? Why 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 are we not having poker tonight, Davis? I don't know. We can't, Davis. We can't play poker all the time. Not all of us can just tweet out things like, "What would you do under the gun?" <laughs> Three flop, three st- I'm still <laughs> arguing about this, by the way. This is still an argument that's ongoing. I can't believe this guy wanted to fold his <laughs> um, Kitchen, here. kitchen. How did your poker experience go during the global poker? Did you did you enjoy it? Was it fun for you? <laughs> I uh I I enjoyed the highlight was getting to tell Big T that uh, <laughs> I did not think he was the world's best basketball player. How how many times did you rebuy? Three. 
Kitchen. How many times did you rebuy, Peter? Uh, zero. Um, wow. I, I ran it up in the rebuy period and then punted it off immediately after. Love to um, see it. Kitchen, you, I, Big T, you tilted Big T so hard. He was oh, at so home hard. on a Friday night grinding game footage and posting clips. Yeah, that was a big oh, win for me. When I saw him... I, I feel like Big T's a really excitable guy. Like, you can get him riled up, like, not that hard. He took down his stats. He literally watched the live stream and took down his stats, including blocks. It wasn't even how many buckets he got. He included rebounds and blocks in there. Like, I don't know. Like, you call him Brick T, and he just... (laughs) He just goes into like panic mode. And I will go ahead and say it on the Swolecast as well. Two of the guys on the Swolecast, Peter and Tuttle, were better than Big T in the game. And it was just me saying that. Other people were saying that. But Big T put himself on this big pedestal. Imagine like if Big T was on the Swolecast right now, he would be in the Davis Maddock basketball tier. Oh gosh! Oh wow! Now that's a shots fired. He's, yeah, he's gonna get mad at me for letting you say something yeah, like that. He's gonna say that we didn't stand up for him. Okay, we'll stand up for him. Do you? Think- I used to play. I used to play basketball with future NFL player Cordero Patterson. Yeah, well, Big T was apparently he won like a single A championship or something like. that. Okay, Big he- T. Me, me stick. This is me sticking up for Big T. He got he got a little gassed at the end, as we all did. Mm-hmm. But literally, the first game we played. Every single time the ball went down to him, he just got hacked like 10 times because yeah. there's no penalty. There's unlimited falling. Yeah, so but there's would... also no penalty for camping out in the lane like he was doing. Yeah, <clears throat> so. he, he, he would have dominated, though. All right, Absolutely so Tom, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Did you think that this Big T cruel. was as good as what he projected himself and others like CSU Ram projected Big T to be? After you saw him play, what no, would you no, say? I, better I, I would or worse than you expected. I would say he underperformed, and I would say he would agree that he underperformed. What, I thought the same thing, but he 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 kind of said that uh, he did all he could. Yet they they lost. But yeah, it was it was a tough scene for for Big T. The other thing, I mean, if we're I have no doubt in his skill set. I know yeah. Tuttle and I had concerns about him playing a bunch of rec basketball. The, night the day before, before yeah. we yeah. were concerned about that. So I, I think with fresh legs, I think, I think we get there. And obviously, I mean, you get him on the second game of the back-to-back. It's just, everyone knows that's a letdown spot for the big studs. Yeah. Well, and speaking of the back-to-back, I mean, Dan Bach to Bach with the scheduling was just <laughs> absolutely egregious. Yeah. Uh, sorry. First time I've seen uh, Pete get, uh, get upset. You know, I just, he, you know, he is my captain. He did put us in a bad position with the world's uh, biggest amount of shit talking ever about it. <laughs> just not, just didn't, didn't, D, didn't DB bail too? Didn't he just not play? Yeah, he tore his calf. I felt so much pressure just because of all the shit talking. I was like, this is supposed to be just like a fun rec league basketball thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like diving you on the floor for competitive. Balls. You got super competitive. I, I mean, if you're to. not being super competitive, I don't want to play pickup basketball with you. The <laughs> only way to play is for it to be no fun for everyone because one guy's taking it way too serious. That's the only way pickup basketball works. That was that was Peter. He took it so serious. That's all I, I got, it. Dave. I'm a hustler guy. There wasn't even a joke, no, no playing around. It was like if big if, if big if, T put if, a lot on the line for this team, I had to I go know, out but there if, and be a good soldier. 
if you have the graph of um, in the middle is Peter Overzet, and on the very, very far end over here is Pete Manzanelli. On the other end of Peter Overzet is Too Serious Guy, and that was uh, that was Pete during the Too Too Serious Pete. That that could be a bit in and of itself. We should do a full swool cast where Pete literally doesn't break character and is only like Silva after he watched Contagion, just like asterisk after asterisk of like super like uh super was, in detail that was big t after he watched uh just like silva watched contagion three times in a row <laughs> big t watch our pickup basketball game three times in a row i i am an asshole when i play basketball like in my rec league when i was playing i by far drew the most amount of technical fouls i just i get under people's skin because i'll box out and play hard and people are like oh, I just want to shoot, you know, and jog up and down the court. And I'm like, all I got is boxing you out and beating you to a loose ball. So that's all I got. All right. There's no chance anyone's uh, still paying attention, but it is a 540 sweep coin ticket. There it is. Um, oh, do, people even, do people even understand how much EV was given away in the the Rotor Grinders uh, DFS Poker Open? Like the 218 tickets were so massive. People should have been calling us with everything. But Davis, do you know what this contest is? What we'll have to recreate the Dave Gettleman photo. And then we choose who the best Gettleman photo got is. A, got a feeling it's not going to be that hard for some people, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, guess who they the judges gotta, they are. Just gotta, they just got to find a, uh, a bottle of lotion. <laughs> guess who the judges are for this, uh, this contest. The only respectable panel of judges that have ever existed, Head Chopper, DB, and Peter Overset. <laughs> <laughs> They're they're the ones that's gonna be judging this. Basically, I mean, <laughs> henceforth, anything tangentially related any, to DFS, any DFS dispute that has to be settled, it goes to those three, and that's just it's all there is to it. You could we'll fire up our Telegram chat, the form deterioration. Yeah, let's knock him. Stand box like get... I'm going to take a two hour nap and. <laughs> And then head chopper just 12 straight hours just like this. <laughs> Pete, did you get reimbursed for this in any way because you were not allowed to wager on the event? Um, I, I feel like there was already enough controversies around the judges. I don't need to do, disclose any kind of um, uh, gifts. He got, he, he got rewarded. And you hear what he told you earlier to, or he told Tuttle about his clout? <laughs> The, it's true you I probably got, did i got push-up judge clout. you got you i mean you just got D, i mean you got put in the same sense as dan bach dude that's pretty big clout. no no publicity is bad publis, publicity or bad publicity is not that's what i always say dang it <laughs> <laughs> was so close to that anyways all right uh follow the swole cast account <laughs> i know Pete said he would give away <laughs> How do we do, Dave? How many followers did we get? How many do you think, without looking, how many do you think we have? I don't know, 45? 24. Oh. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> We're so close. Hey, I, 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 had to, I had to close out the YouTube uh, video stream because I was getting anxious about the poor uh, thumbs up to thumbs down ratio as well. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not quite the ratio we, we typically like to see happens during the during, during these shows man 
Oh, jeez. What a show, guys. We are back. We're the back, Swole baby. All right. Back. Can't wait Good. to grind the LPL LCK slate tonight. Hope to see. Hope to yeah. see. Um, X. Uh, hope to see XFL thought leader uh, Peter Overzet in the streets tonight. What are the um, odds? Davis says he's been playing one lineup a night, one contest. What are the odds that Davis has like a thousand in play? Tonight? I already. I already withdrew all the money I won. Whoa! What a nit. Bought a bunch shoes. of bought a bunch of Apple stock and Bitcoin, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> you still own Nike stock? No, I sold it. Oh man. All right, um, that will do it for the uh, Swolecast. We'll see you next week. We're just going to be talking about wide receivers next week. That's all we're going to be talking about is wide receivers in this draft. Well, it's going to be the day of the draft, right? Yeah, people will want to tune in to our show. We should no do a live show, show, right? We should, definitely. No, I'm, I no. do not sign up for that. No, we definitely should. Same time, same place. Uh, we'll see you then. Later. <laughs>